If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then Queen, we have a few questions to ask and a few conversations to have. I am your host, Liv Dooley, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some of the women who inspire me to fall more deeply in love with the word of God and worship in everything. I am so grateful you were here. Let's go on and get to work. Hey y'all, it's me, Liv, and welcome, 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 welcome to season six. My goodness, can you believe that we are here in season six like we're trying to be somebody? I am so incredibly excited about this season, and I'm grateful that you are back. Mm. Y'all, we are about to talk about worship, and I need you to get ready because it is about to be life-changing, all right? The guests that I got coming through and the wisdom that they are sharing with us, oh, it's just it's just giving life y'all it's giving life however before we get in too far to this conversation i have to let y'all know that we have a new guest co-host and i could not be more thankful for her time y'all ty scott king get this is an award winning billboard charting artist who has fine-tuned a balance between poetry and hip-hop. Her poetic voice has been featured in radio ads for major corporations such as McDonald's, Avino, and Pizza Hut. And she has also appeared on major television networks. She's performed at the U.S. Pentagon. She regularly ministers at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, which is Dr. Tony Evans' church, among many others. And she's a best-selling author, as well as the founder of the Rise Up Arts Initiative. Oh, my goodness. Ty, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us. How are you? Thank you for having me on, Liv. I'm I'm always great when we get together. And I'm even better. It's so mutual. <laughs> <laughs> so mutual. Oh my goodness. Okay, y'all. You have actually heard Ty here a couple of times before. I am going to make sure that I link the episode that we have um, shared in the past together right down below. But y'all already know I talk about this huge issue that I've had because the very first faux pas, the greatest one that I've ever had, one of the best conversations with Ty and a couple of other women, uh, never was recorded. It was live. It was absolutely beautiful. And so those that were there got in on the goodness, but I have been terrified that I will make that mistake since. So Ty, the fact that you keep showing up, <laughs> the fact <laughs> that you have forgiven me is oh a big God. deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't even, I, I forgot all about that. 
Girl, I tell you, I, 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 when I make mistakes like that, I feel so bad. I like they never gonna do nothing else with me again. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for you. Anointed. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be there. I'm trying to be right there. <laughs> mm, thanks, girl. Thank you. You know, how are you doing? What is going on in your world? What is up with you today? Um, in my world, God is there. There's a song that's been on my on my heart because almost every time I've gotten in the car the last three days, this song comes on. It's a song called New Wine. Mm -hmm. And the lyrics say in the pressing, in the breaking, you are making new wine. <laughs> And then it goes on to say, so I yield to you into your careful hand. When I trust you, God, I don't need to understand. So make me a vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. And I'm like, Lord, are you? <laughs> what? Like, every time I get in the car, you're going to make this song come on. <laughs> So that that is how I am. That is how I've been. I've been asking God, okay, you keep playing. You keep bringing these words to me. How do you want me to be a vessel? In what ways? What what um? All I it goes on to say. I came here with nothing. All you have given me, Jesus, make new wine out of me. So what is what is the pressing? What is the crushing? What is the breaking? What are you trying to make now? Because we're constantly being shaped and molded. We're clay. He is the potter. And so I am in a place where I'm really just trying to remember to surrender. And that surrender is a blessing. That through surrender, God is leading me to where he needs me to be. And even now he has me where he needs me to be. So to constantly remember that as he leads, I need to follow and just continue in that flow because his way is perfect. So that's how I am. <laughs> My goodness, we can all hear, you know, just the lyrics singing in the background and such a beautiful, beautiful set of lyrics to start this time off together because I feel as if those lyrics capture the heart of worship perfectly, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like there's so often so very little, if anything, that we have to give the Father other than mm -hmm. ourselves. Yeah. And so we're going to be talking about worship this season. And I have to share that I was amazed that the first time worship is ever found in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 22. I'll talk a little bit later about why I was amazed by that. But this word worship is derived from the Hebrew word saha. And I think I said that right, but you know, check me, fact check me for sure. <laughs> However, it means to bow down, to lay prostrate and to depress, to literally make yourself smaller so that the one whom you're worshiping can be magnified. And I love that imagery because my working definition uh, is 
worship is, you know, devotion that has been lived out. And so I would like to know, when did you first fall in love with worship? I have written this little Bible study on worship, but I started off by telling everybody, I am not a worship leader. And I do think that's important because oftentimes we conflate, you know, worship with this activity that we do on Sunday. And it is important. However, it's not the entirety of it. So I want to ask you as a worship artist, when did you first fall in love with the act of devotion that is lived out to this great God that we have and that we get to serve? When did you begin to cultivate this heart that would one day lead you to say, I came here with nothing, make me an offering? When did that first take place? Well, I, I want to clarify that that's not my song. I wish I had written it, but... Um, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, uh, if that was not no, clear. <laughs> no worries. Um, I actually think, I believe that worship became something that impacted me before I was even a Christian. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember er, one of my early encounters... Uh, going to church with my best friend at the time. So I, I grew up going to Catholic church. My mom was raised Catholic, but I remember going to church with my best friend and the choir singing, and it captivated me. That's what drew me in. It was the sincerity of their cry to this God that I didn't even really know. And it impacted me deeply. And I remember wanting to continually go back, even though I wasn't a Christian, I wasn't saved. I hadn't prayed the sinner's prayer. I didn't know how to, I didn't know the value of this, of a relationship with God, but I knew that there was something pure and something that impacted me on a deep level when I heard them singing those worship songs. And coupled with the fact that my best friend at the time was living this life that was in contrast to a lot of the crazy things that I was already trying to, trying to get into in middle school. And so to, to hear them sing of worship or to hear them worship God through song in church and then to match up her lifestyle, it became evident to me even then in sixth, seventh grade that there is something real about this God that they that they serve. It took a lot of years of um, discovering and uncovering what that would mean for me personally. But I believe that that's, that's really when I fell in love with the fact that we could cr- literally cry out to God with, you know, we can cry before him and to know that people were being impacted by whatever they were receiving in those moments spoke to me and always stayed in the back of my mind as I ran from the Lord and all the things that had to do with the faith for many, many years. But I I believe that that's, that's when I first fell in love with worship. Mm, That's so beautiful. I, 
appreciate how you shared that you had this appreciation for it, this, this love for it, even before you became a Christian. I think one of the things that surprises me most is when I am going through something difficult, something where I need encouragement. And those songs that I learned in an old Baptist church that, you know, I don't even know that I was listening at the time will just come up to my spirit and will give me the greatest encouragement, not only for what I'm going through, but for the lessons that those who were singing them must have learned in order to sing them with so much passion and conviction. You know, it's just, it's unforgettable. Those early moments that we get to, um, I suppose, have worship imprinted on our hearts are just unforgettable. So thank yeah. you. Thank you for bringing that out. My goodness. One of the things that I just adore about the opportunity to worship God is that mm, he has so many different attributes that we will never have. That when we choose to come, when we choose to, you know, lay ourselves down at his feet to just lift up his name and recognize his greatness. It is something that is so astounding to me. You know, we've got these attributes of God, this eternality, this omnipotence, omnipresence, this self-existence, this imminence, this immutability, grace and holiness, love and justice that come to mind. And I want to know which one comes to your mind which one is resonating with you most i suppose if that is possible because we know that he is not able to be separated from any of his characteristics at all at any point however is there any characteristic that is resonating with you most in this season yes i would i would say his goodness the fact that I, speaking for myself, don't always do what he says. I don't always desire his will above my will. I don't always listen when he says in that moment, as soon as he says it, I'm just, I race out of bed to fulfill his will. <laughs> you know, I, I sometimes drag my feet. I take my time. I know I know God wants this. I know it's important. I know I should, 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 but I don't always act immediately. Um, but even in those times where I'm not necessarily 100% disobedient, but delayed delayed obedience is disobedience. I've, I've heard that. <laughs> and so even in those times, God, is, he's still good. He still showers us with his goodness. And to know that this good and perfect God still loves this imperfect vessel that he's created is just mind-blowing to me. And I'm just grateful. I will forever be grateful for his goodness because there, there are many people who, who know us and maybe aren't always good to us, but God knows us through and through. And he's like, okay, I, I see, I see that blemish there. I see that thing that still needs to be worked on. I see that 
that area where I'm really trying to, you know, stick my finger and press in and 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 make you better. And he knows every flaw and every accomplishment. And he still says, I'm going to shower you with my goodness. That's that's just mind-blowing to me. I'm so grateful. It is. It is mind-blowing in the presence of his goodness when there's so much that's wrong with the world is undeniable. You know, mm-hmm. when we come into his presence and he just helps us to feel at peace despite the amount of turmoil that is going on all around us is something that only a good God could give. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, that blesses me. I think for me, in this particular season, it would be his mercy. And mm-hmm. I was reminded of that this past weekend. I don't know who I was listening to. I really have been racking my brain to figure it out because I love to kind of share, you know, where quotes came from. But I was listening to someone talk about the need for justice in our time today, but how that need is not only accompanied by God's righteousness, as we learn in, you know, the book of Amos and that so many people are drawing attention to recently, but it is also accompanied by this mercy that we absolutely need. And that when we come to the end of our conversations and we, you know, ask God to, you know, move justly on our behalves. It was this particular author's word of encouragement to invite us to remember that at the end of the day, we will still stand in the need of mercy. That Mm -hmm. those who we are asking him to move on and in and through and sometimes against, if we're going to be quite honest, are still in need of his mercy. And if there is anything that I have been studying over the past couple of years, whether I knew I was studying it or not, it was God's mercy. Because even the opportunity to worship him is an act of his mercy. You know, Mm -hmm. there is good within us that should give us access to his presence, but his mercy in Jesus Christ made that available. And mm, I'm sitting with that today. I am sitting with that today. And that's so, Yeah. Anything on your heart? This was kind of just something to get the women acquainted with what we're going to be talking about and with you as you kind of come through at different points in the season. But I want to ask you if there's anything on your hearts before we head out. Yes. The other one is God's immutability. That he just, he is unchanging. And the reminder uh, to be encouraged in that, that whatever season we're in, that God is unchanging. Mm. Just that so good. That knowing brings so much peace. And no matter what the situation is, He is an, an unchanging God. Yeah. 
He is. He is. And, you know, he's the first and the last. It, it just blows my mind, right? There have been so many stories that I've struggled to understand in my Bible reading and in my study throughout the years. And I have to tell you that one of the reasons why this story in Genesis chapter 22 is so precious to me is because I wrestled with it for so long. It's that, it's that narrative that occurs when Abraham is invited or challenged, however you choose to say it, by the Lord to take his only son at the time because Ishmael had gone off, but to take his only son through whom the promise was to come, Isaac, up to the mountain and to sacrifice him. And that's actually where we read the first where we read worship for the first time in Genesis 22, 5, it says, And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And my goodness, he'd made up in his mind that he and this boy were going to go worship, that they were going to depress themselves, that they were going to, you know, just uh, prostrate themselves at the Lord's feet and that in return, he would be as unchanging as he always is, as he ever is, and that they would come to these servants again. And you know, the Lord meets them there in this immutability that he has. He shares this glimpse of his coming son, this ram in the bush that is really offered as a sacrifice. And it's one where we learn that Abraham gives him the name Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. And it's in this place on Mount Moriah that we later learn that David worships and Arana's threshing floor and Solomon builds the temple. And even on beyond that, theologians believe that this is where, if not where, definitely close by the place where Jesus gave his life for us. And my goodness, it fills me with chills because our unchanging God knew that from the beginning. And he set his plan in place with provision at every single turn. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. What are some of the things that you are looking forward to as, you know, we just enter into this fall season? What do you have going on? Where can everybody get connected to you? I'm already going to link that and the other things that we've done together down below, but uh, let's the ladies in on all the things. Yes. Um, so I am on social media, also my website. My website is tyscottking.com. And that will take you to all of my social media, Instagram. I'm kind of present on TikTok, but mainly Instagram and Facebook. So when you go to tyscottking.com, you will find those links there. And also, I'm, I've re- recently released my first poetry album. Oh, my gosh. So yes. I, um, <laughs> it's weird to say because I've been doing poetry and music for so long, but this is my first 100% 
poetry album that people have been asking for for years. So I'm not rapping on this album at all. And the album is called In All Things. In All Things. So there are eight tracks that my husband produced the music for. And it's been a culmination of things that I've been writing over the years and then new things that I wrote just for this project. And as we talk about the attributes of God, in all things, he is good. In all things, he is immutable. In all things, he is holy. In all things, he shows grace. And I named the album that because I really felt like God wanted this constant reminder that he works all things together for good. And in all things, God is good in all things. And so that has been our labor of love for the past uh, few months, several months, really, and years in the making. And so that is now available on all digital outlets. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy (laughs) about that. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited to go and download my copy. For those of y'all that don't know, when you click on that little link below, you're going to also be able to hear some of the poetry that Ty shared at the uh, live podcast recording I hosted last year. Sis, you are one of my favorite poets, favorite artists, and I'm excited about that. Thank you for doing that for us. Thank you. <laughs> we are here for all of it. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, will you pray us out as we prepare to end our time together and let these ladies go on their way as uh, we just, you know, stand in expectation for what he's going to do this season. Amen. Father God, we thank you, Lord. Thank you that in every season you are with us. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. Thank you for uh, this podcast that will bless every woman who listens to it, Father God, and the women that they share it with, Lord. You know exactly what we need when we need it, and we thank you for giving us those things, Father God. Thank you for your word, for your wisdom, for loving us, for keeping us, Father God, for leading us, Father, sometimes even for dragging us to what you know is best for us, Lord God. We just thank you that you are faithful. Thank you that you are um long-suffering, Father God. We know that we might be making things harder than we they need to be, but we thank you for your patience with us, Father God. Thank you that you never leave us, that you never forsake us, and that you never will, Lord God. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, co-host and just to share about your goodness and to share about these women that you have um that you've put along live and live and eyes path, Lord God. Thank you for always, Lord God, being with us. Thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us, Father God. Thank you that as we press in, Father God, that you fill us, Lord God, that you show us mysteries, Father God, that you draw near to us, Father God. We just bless you, Father God. We thank you for being good, Father. Thank you for being unchanging, Father God. Thank you that we can always walk with you, Father God, and talk with you, Father God, that you will never leave us, Lord God. We just love you, Lord, and we just thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness, God. Your goodness that 
just covers everything, Father God. Thank you that when we don't even see the good in ourselves, that you see the good in us, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for live, Lord, and for the uh, time and the sacrifice that she makes, Father God, to share this podcast. Thank you for everyone who supports her, Father God. I pray that that support will increase, Father God, not onto her fame, but for your glory, Father God, and inevitably for her good. We just thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. It is always so nice to spend a little quality time with you. If you have a moment, would you please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Audible and leave a rating and review? It will help others find this podcast and be a blessing more than you know. Now, in the meantime, I am at Candid Lip and Ty is at I am Ty Scott King. We'll see you back next week.